Welcome to The Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we bear witness to the slow but steady degradation of our society, and then we try to find a story about a dog shooting its owner to focus on instead. I'm your host, Andrew Hillary, joined once again by my longtime friend, most times co-host, Dee Dee Rose. Deanna, what's up? So, uh... <laughs> You know, today is my today is Nandy Angelus's seventieth uh, birthday. Don't dox your mom. Woo! <laughs> Listen, everybody knows. Everybody knows about Nanny D. Anyways, we. It's not orange juice. It's Nanny D. <laughs> uh so it's hard for me to say that it's the worst week yet because, like, my mom, her birthday week is it's her favorite week. So I need to know, mom. Mom, I know you yeah, said you didn't want to say anything. This is a family episode. How could this be the worst week yet? Yeah, look how loved we are. <laughs> We've got a... Uh, Nandy Angelus has a microphone. Nandy Angelus has a microphone. I have a question. I need to know. Also, Kennedy's here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Rhea I'm, and I'm Christina. stuff, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> watermelon we got a dog we got a biscuit not with us yeah biscuit biscuits offsite spirit um so so mom i need to know now is your birthday week like is your birthday the middle day and then the three days on either side of your birthday is your last day the like is your birthday the culmination of your birthday week is your birthday week the is your birthday the first day no, my birthday, actual day of my birthday is the culmination of the event. Okay, that's how it should be. I was, yes. you know, yeah. I wasn't going to judge you, but I do know some people that are like, yeah, my birthday was two days ago. I'm celebrating. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah, birthday's nah. got to be before. Yep. I've been celebrating since <laughs> Thursday. Thursday was my kickoff day and I've been celebrating ever since. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but just emotionally, like if you start celebrating like three weeks in advance, I don't care. But if you're celebrating like one day after, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Grow up. Piece of shit. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like a half, like you could be celebrating your half birthday and I'd be like, that's cute and funny. We're all sad about stuff. This is nice. Make up a reason to have a party. But if you're like, yeah, my actual birthday was yesterday. I'm done. I don't care. Now, if you're, like, if you're like on the day of my actual birthday, my dog shot my uncle and I had to postpone <laughs> first, it. Then, first we're then we're talking about it on the worst on week the yet. <laughs> Second of all, bring the dog on the podcast. What's wrong with you? We've got questions. Also, what did your uncle do? <laughs> what? Yeah, why was the dog so mad at him? Um, I'm just saying, if you have to reschedule your birthday for a valid reason, that's the only time you can celebrate after. But you're not allowed to tear the sheet off of your event day calendar. You have to leave it up until you celebrate. Here's the you thing about pretend, that, though. You have to pretend that time hasn't passed since that day. You have Here's, to be in a ground. If your birthday is June 6th <laughs> and it's July 9th today and you're just now getting around to it because of a major family tragedy, uh, you just have to be like, it's June 6th again, everybody. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but at that point, like, depending on what the tragedy was, I might not even want the damn birthday. Like, that... <laughs> after is too late after is always too late if you had to cancel your birthday because of tragedy then at your birthday reschedule you're just gonna have to talk about the tragedy you canceled the birthday for <laughs> fuck <laughs> i don't want to have a tragedy party okay, everybody. every birthday party is a tragedy party we don't have to, to make it birthday. worse <laughs> a little kid my late birthday 
A little um, kid told me Merry know. Christmas yesterday. Good. Good. Time is like, not you, fucking you real. I ran over a whole pack of puppies on my actual birthday. <laughs> so uh, we're gathered today instead. Like, you've already killed the mood, you know? What? Like, if you had to cancel your birthday party because your dad was a billionaire on a submarine going to see the Titanic. <laughs> Like, could you imagine? You know what? I'm now on the side of the guy going to the Blink-182 concert. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> that guy sucks, but I kind of agree. Well, yep. you, not, you, know you, know, what? you know what? Live your shitty life, dude. We did talk about dead billionaires, uh, this dead billionaire last week, but there was the guy who, uh, it was his 70th birthday, and he celebrated by going to a racetrack and racing a car, which he crashed and blew, it blew up. Uh, so he died. So funny. So here's what I'm saying. like There has to have been like a party planned for that evening. What do you think they did? <laughs> I don't they still have the party? I don't know. You know what? That's what they all get for just over <laughs> overshooting their shot. They just, they were, he was batting out of his league. Like, I understand you, know you want to do something stupid for your 70th birthday. Don't try to drive a race car. Stay in your lane. But he was a billionaire. I encourage those kind of decisions. I mean, yeah, a billionaire. Yeah. But like, go to space. There's so many other stupid things you could do on your 70th birthday. Like, go to your child's podcast. <laughs> Well, but also the the car that he was racing in was probably not safe enough from what I was reading and stuff. It's like, you know, it's these billionaires. It's always the same story. They think they're like invincible. You know, they think they're like God's chosen whatever. And so, you know, they're just like safety measures. I don't need those. I'm a genius. All right. My brain is so big. That's the only seatbelt that I need or whatever. Clearly, I wouldn't have billions of dollars if I wasn't a fucking genius and a pro race car driver. <laughs> and a risk taker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. For you sure. You can't be a billionaire unless you're a risk taker. I live on the edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a video of people jumping off of a bridge doing like the pair, like not parachuting, hang gliding. What's it called? With like the rectangle uh, arch. Parasailing? Paras I don't know what it was. But anyways, three people jumped off at once. Uh, it's really tall bridge. And then as they were going down, one person opened their parachute and the person that was uh, behind them or like above them just slammed into their parachute. And then they both just free fell all the way down to the river. And uh, I didn't but see. But why didn't they pull the second person's parachute? Oh, they probably got They like were like tangled up inside of the, the <laughs> that, yeah. Anyways, uh, hopefully they were billionaires. Um, so speaking of. That folks sounds like a horrible <laughs> way to die. Yeah. Oh, man. So I was reading uh, or listening to this thing about the Challenger explosion where apparently like from the moment that the rocket blew up to whenever it hit the ground was like two and a half minutes. But the thing is, is that the people inside, uh, they were like protected by a heat shield. So they did not die until they hit the ground. So two and a half full minutes of just falling through the sky and knowing what's going to happen and just man that must have that must have been a bad day <laughs> well, you know similarly it's been announced that like you know they probably knew the hole was cracking on the submersible and were trying to surface yeah no there was like a like, a little like detector that are thing so scary a little detector thing that like dings if there was like a uh, structural integrity failings so they were like oh no so, like, they didn't actually feel it once it broke, but they did know about it for a little bit. So, uh, 
terrible. Yeah. Sucks to be them. I also read that <laughs> that that submersible out of 90 attempted dives to the Titanic only completed 13 because there were problems on the other 70 whatever. Yeah, also a bunch of times they just went down and couldn't find it, which is very funny. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Like stop going down there. Damn. <laughs> Buy a fucking map, at least. Like, that is a mass grave of poor people that were slaughtered because rich people didn't want to crowd up their 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 walking deck or whatever the fuck. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of our graves. I don't know if you've ever been on a boat, but, like, seeing some, like, seeing another boat on a boat, it's just offensive, like, from, from, to the soul. Yeah. I don't want to see a boat while I'm on a boat. I want to see, like, a plane. Listen. I, I want to see... <laughs> My my mom, my mom has an incredible, she is concocting an incredible birthday vacation scheme for herself, wherein um, she, her original plan, which has since diverged, uh, her original plan was that she, we were going to ride a train from here to Orlando, go to Disney World. Go to the Kennedy Space Center. Okay. Get on My a cruise. Wait, wait. You left out the part where we get in the Kennedy Space Center in the simulator that makes us feel like we are in a rocket ship. Oh, yeah. Right. That is right, a right. very important piece. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's important. Yeah. yeah we're because gonna... we have to hit every mode of transportation on this trip. I see. Okay. That yeah. was the goal. Yeah. Okay. She yeah. got excited. Her eyes lit up when you said that when you were on a boat, you didn't want to see another boat. You wanted to see a plane. Because after the rocket, then there was going to be a cruise. And then after the cruise docked, we might be tuckered out by then. So we'll just fly home. And also, if I'm on a helicopter, I want to see a horse. So we've got uh, a lot of news to cover. But before we get to any of that, we just got to take a moment to thank the sponsors of the show. That's right. People pay us for this. And you can do that yourself by going to patreon.com slash worst week yet, where you can sign up You can give us a couple bucks and you can get some more shows. Uh, and the best part is if you join, if you give us $10 a month, the price of, I don't know, like two ice creams from the truck, <laughs> it's very expensive. You can get uh, a personalized thank you. So just want to give a big shout out to... You fuck like my dad, Chauncey Anders, Terminally Online Leftist, Zap Actions Downer, Andrea Humphrey, Goblin Mode, Optimus Crime, Darren is Awesome, The Man in the West, Josh Troopin, Nick Adams, Parentheses, Alpha Male, AJ from Baltimore, Idnex, Dragula206, Brienne, uh, uh, FDIC, Corncob, and in person. Nandy Angelus. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> I like how she didn't even want to talk at all. And now she's just holding on to that mic. She was like, well, this, all, this is all I'm going to say. Come on. We all knew that. This we all go. knew. This is Deanna's mom. You know I can't sit here quietly. <laughs> how do you think she became herself? Enabler. <laughs> 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 so uh we have to begin with oh my gosh i'm i don't know if i'm the first to uh tell you tell you this but um ca cancel culture has struck again I'm, I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad news actually that's literally my job um so cancel culture has struck again this time in vietnam they have banned the barbie movie <laughs> 
because apparently there's a what? scene in the Barbie movie with some like map of the world, which is like it's it's like cartoonish. Like it's the continents aren't the right shapes. It's just like a bunch of like whatever. Like it's from this fantasy universe. But in that map. Um, one of the the ocean under China is labeled the South China Sea, and Vietnam is like disputing. That's been like a very long dispute between Vietnam and China. So Vietnam's like, you cannot watch the fucking Barbie movie in Vietnam. Wait, but <laughs> isn't what what time what? Uh, what? I don't know. Okay. No. The answer to your question is yes. I don't know what your question is, but I'm I'm, I'm I mean a big the Barbie fan. movie takes place as I understand it in the timeline where Ohio is real, so you mm. really shouldn't take it that serious. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's was the actually, only other thing labeled on the map. <laughs> that was what I was stuttering about was what timeline is is this taking place in? I do the not one where know. the one where uh Link defeats Ganon. I think he's he's young link i think like there it's just in like current <laughs> times like i'm pretty sure what the barbie movie is about is that barbie and ken like live in their like barbie universe and then they like move out to the real world to try and do something so i don't think it's in like a historic time or like a period piece i think it's modern day but i'm fucking the, stoked the barbie movie has a period piece <laughs> i think it's i'm so gonna funny. go see barbie and oppenheimer back to back but i can't decide which one i want to see first uh, Oppenheimer. I think first. the answer is. Yeah, well, it's. Do you wanna? Yeah. Do you wanna be, like, have some fun and then feel bad, or do you want to feel bad and then have some fun? Right. Trick I mean, question. I'm gonna feel bad regardless. Here's the thing. <laughs> I think if we get there and we feel bad, I say we. I'm going. I invite uh, myself. Yeah, I, I figured that's why. It, Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think I think it's got to be Oppenheimer first because we're always we're already going to be miserable when we get there, and then <laughs> yeah, that's going to be miserable, and then we'll watch the Barbie movie and we'll be entertained for a minute, and then like for at least the walk from the movie theater back to the car, we could talk about how we liked the movie, and then we'll get back in the car and be miserable again. <laughs> But it would nice, be nice to leave the theater on a high note. You know what? This is probably a little too offensive, okay, but uh, <laughs> I'm just now realizing that Barbie is banned in Vietnam and Oppenheimer is not banned in Japan. Like, I feel like that should also be there, right? Uh, <laughs> do you maybe. think? What do you think the opening weekend <laughs> numbers will look like in Japan? I don't think anybody would want to go see it. I, I would guess. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people go see people. Not that this is the it's same. It's going to be fascination. <laughs> I mean, but people like went saw movie Pearl. They went saw Pearl Harbor. Oh yeah, I guess I don't know. I feel like I feel like American movies have been shown overseas since the dawn of cinema. But I feel like I've only started to think about things like that in like the last couple years because so many movies are like trying to appeal to other markets. Emma. I only brought one extra microphone. You can't be on the podcast. Emma, what are you doing, little girl? Hush. Anyways, so we've got uh, let, let's move on here. Unless, okay. did you want to say something else? Uh, I, just want my, uh, I just want my dog to be quiet. I was going to say, you know, between Oppenheimer and Barbie, go get a manicure and a mimosa. <laughs> 
<laughs> and and then go into Barbie in in the right in the right headspace. You know, go do a little self care, have some treats. Oh, and then you go know what? No, Barbie. I can't. I can't do that. And here's why: because I, if I have two things to do in the same place, and I have a long gap, uh, and I have any gap of un, unoccupied time in the middle. I can't leave the space. I cannot leave that place. I have to stay there as a hostage because I refuse to be late for the same thing twice in one day. And like, if I leave after the first movie, I'm gonna be late for that second movie. Okay, I'll drive and then it, you won't have the option. I don't think you understand. I do. No, here's what you do. <laughs> See, you have a, a ice cream. You, you you get there in the ice cream truck, so you already have ice cream. <laughs> I don't I don't have a, I don't have a nest, another step, step there. One, ice cream truck. <laughs> step three, we saw both movies. I you know step two is it's all about the details. That's what we need. That's what we need the federal government for that that middle part between Joe point Biden, A and B. Joe Biden, tell us. Wait between point A and B, it's point A and C. Or steps one and three. Look, you know what? Either We're getting hung way. up. We're getting hung up on the stupidest parts. This is sounding a little close to math. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds like letter math, and I'm uncomfortable. Is our most recipes are math, right? We've got to get rid of the plus at the end of LGBTQIA plus because that's math. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's letter math. Wait, we my brain. Add, we got to go back to adding letters. Yeah, mm -hmm. just put more letters on, but just, just you can't say we're adding letters because that's also letter math. There are only oh, twenty six. There are only twenty six uh, identities. You're just including more letters. You're just in, we're just being inclusive. More letters. Wait, last I'm I am factually getting more dumb. Last night at dinner, I was trying to order appetizers and i called them introductory foods because i couldn't think of the word appetizers i mean that's 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 okay that that works that was I a said, good descriptor <laughs> see enabler enabler <laughs> it's well i'm on the fence it kind of works but it also kind of sounds like maybe like baby food oh wait 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 wait, wait, wait. I, got it, I got it i got it opening snacks opening snacks mm -hmm. there, there it is go. i like that Thank you. Let's move on. This week, there were so many mass shootings. Hey, America. Folks, oh. we celebrated the 4th of July by gunning each other down, just as our forefathers, I guess, intended. Go Sure. Uh, there was a number of shootings across the country, but the one I wanted to talk about was there was a mass shooting in Philadelphia where a 40-year-old man uh, who, I guess, was experiencing some kind of long-term uh, mental unrest... Uh, decided that he would help clean up his neighborhood by going around and shooting a bunch of people in his neighborhood. Uh, this guy was a pro-Trump dude, but he was also, he was like pro-cop, but he was also like pretty unhinged from everything I could tell. Um, he had seven roommates, so I don't know, like there's like a little bit of conflicting information, but for everything I could find, this guy was just like in a bad place um, and he supported the cops so much that he saw his neighbors uh, participating in drugs and uh, prostitution is what he said, uh, that he just started shooting people in his neighborhood. Now, the man's name wow. was uh, Kim Brady 
uh, fuck, I forget the second part, his last name. Uh, but he uh, has fully identified as a man. Uh, he was caught. He, he, he surrendered without firing a shot at the police because he was trying to do this to help him. Um, so I guess in some of his social media posts, he supported Black Lives Matter and there's a picture of him wearing a dress or something. So conservatives like jumped on this. They were like, another fucking trans shooter. This is an epidemic. But like it, that, according to him, he does not. He only identifies as a man. There's no... Uh, also, he did identify as a Trump supporter, you That's piece of shit. Yeah. So I don't think that they really latched onto that one as hard as more information came out um, as they did with the Nashville shooter who was a trans person, um, which I still see people talk about that. And it's so infuriating because like there was in, in a lot of mass shootings, there's like some kind of manifesto where people like post their thing onto some forum or whatever. And so in the Nashville shooting, there was um, police said that they found like a plan to do the shooting and they called it a manifesto. But like from what they described it as, it seemed more like just like a map of the school and like where they were going to go. So people still to this day are like, they're keeping, they're hiding the trans person, the trans shooters manifesto. And it's like, we see all the other manifestos. Why didn't we see this one? It's, be it's because all those were posted online publicly and this right. one wasn't like, that's it. It's right. Not, the, the, um, shooters, parents who like had this in their, um, who had the, the writings or whatever, they were like, we gave this to the families and said, you can release this if you want the families of the victims. <laughs> and they didn't. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I sidetracked myself there, but it's just, it pisses me off. Um, yeah, it's like there's like a mass shooting like every day, pretty much. And if you ask conservatives, there's only been one this whole year, mm -hmm. right? There's actually been 350. That's well more than one a day, Kennedy. Lots. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're number one. You know, we, we, we have a president. His name's uh, Joe Brandon. And he said, is it Josh? It's Josh, right? Anyways, I this week. John. John, ah, it does. It's, yeah, John Bramson. Yeah, John Brandon. Yeah, so this week, uh, in response to the fact that there were like half a dozen mass shootings before Wednesday, uh, President Biden, he said, uh, he, he actually put out, uh, he's rene renewing his calls for gun control in America. He said, you know, this just listen here, Jack. There's just a lot of people getting shot. We can't, we can't let this continue going on. And, um, I don't know. That also makes me very mad because, like, I think I've said it before, but I think, like, the only appropriate response that any politician who has any anti-gun sentiment at all, I think the only appropriate response is just go out and say, like, hey, this is what it costs to have guns. Like, this is it. Like, if we want guns, people are just going to get shot all the time. They accept it. Like, we could do something if we didn't want to all have guns, but if we all want to have guns, this is what it costs. Like, shut the fuck up about, oh, you know, we need to take actions, high-capacity magazines, we need to ban assault rifles. Shut the fuck up. Like, not... Just admit. Just admit what it really is. Yeah. Just cut the shit. This is what it costs to have access to firearms, is that people are going to kill each other with them constantly. Because the thing is that neither side gives a shit that that's what it collect like the politicians on on either side 
don't give a shit what it that that's the cost of people having guns and the people who want to have guns also don't give a shit that that's the cost to have guns and like the politicians saying they're going to do something and then continuously doing nothing is is aggravating to me and the politicians that pretend like it's not an issue that needs to be addressed are uh equally aggravating in a very different way yeah yeah um, so let's shift gears a little bit. Um, I want to talk about, uh, some, some records being broken. You know, we are living in unprecedented times. These times, Kennedy, they are not precedented. Pre- president. Pre- president. They're not president. President time. Uh, we are living in ungovernable times. I did not yeah. vote for president time. I did not. I, not my president. <laughs> A, cl- a broken clock is right twice an administration. So anyways, we, uh, we've we seen just record after record being broken. You know, we are number one undefeated. Uh, so I want to talk about a record that was broken this week that I think is very interesting. So on July 3rd, uh, which was Monday, it was the hottest day ever recorded on planet Earth since records began 44 years ago. That's right. Wow. July 3rd. undefeated champion and um uh that record was previously held by august 14th 2016 yeah fuck you august 14th 2016 (laughs) i told you you were going down i told you over and over again now this was big news for all of our july 3rd stands out there we know we we see you here (laughs) we got july 3rd people up in here my parents their wedding anniversary july 3rd oh look the earth got extra hot for you <laughs> Ew. Oh, Deanna, grow up. Um, so <laughs> no. Uh, unfortunately, I do have some bad news for our July third stands. In that, the record uh, for world's hottest day was uh, broken again on July fourth. July fourth was even hotter. So the, uh, you know, July third only got to hold the belt for one day, but you know, you gave it a value. Now, July fourth was doping. <laughs> Truth will come out. You see, July Fourth cheated. They July Fourth Nancy Kerrigan. July Third. July Fourth had the vibrating butt plug instructions (laughs) being sent. (laughs) In you know what the I would say the saddest part of all this is you know for all of the you know unethical illegal ways that July Fourth was able to defeat July Third to take. Uh, uh, to to steal, you would even say the record for world's hottest day. Um, July sixth then took it from July fourth. We had wow. in four days. We had three record breaking days of the hottest day in recorded history. You know, I'm just gonna say it: sixth and fourth shouldn't be in the same division. <laughs> Wait, you guys are doing math again? No, these are just days. <laughs> Their numbers, their numbers and letters. You are adding letters and numbers to give us the date. It's it's math. It's getting risky. Don't. Di- I will be issuing a notes app apology later. Don't ever disagree with my mom. I swear, Your Honor, I wasn't doing math. If I was doing math, I would have written down what the temperatures were. I don't even have any ballparks for you. Sorry, listeners. No. Yeah, the fact that we don't know what the record-breaking temps were, I think, puts us that puts us back in the clear. Yeah, yeah. We're just yeah. like, yeah, it was really hot. How then it hot? can feel like I we won a prize. Numbers are scary. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So on July sixth, you could literally be like, "It's hottest today." 
Anyways, let's move on. Uh, hey, folks. Hey. Hey. We've got threads. That's right. <laughs> the, movie, the movie that we watched no! for the Patreon. <laughs> That's right. This week, Mark Zuckerberg released a new app dubbed the Twitter Killer. It's, uh, it's called Threads. And it's uh, kind of like Twitter, but worse. Uh, and all your friends are on there that you know in real life so don't be too much of a freak or just keep doing it who gives a fuck also, we're all gonna die if you die. want to delete your threads profile you have to delete your instagram yeah yeah um so you know elon musk but mark you know. zuckerberg they've been they've been going back and forth for a while now in the last couple of weeks and they still haven't set a date for their actual th- i drank a coke and now i'm just hiccuping and burping i'm the worst podcast host I drink yeah. so many drinks on this podcast. Get it together. Dude, learn to drink a soda. Skill issue. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, yeah, so threads. Go. I've been like <sighs> devouring like seven kinds of food during this podcast. Yeah, but I have to talk the most. <laughs> you don't have to. Cool. Uh, yeah, we'll just we'll take a break. Uh, we'll keep recording and you'll keep Deanna listening while I have a drink. Item. And then, yeah, Deanna, make up some news real quick. Uh, I saw some old news this week, but that's news <laughs> you wanted to talk about later, so I'm not going to steal that from you. Uh, the 7th was my wedding anniversary, five years. That's news. <laughs> Winning. News. Yeah. Five We've years married, 10 years together. And yet not the hottest day on record for you. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that's because we're very cool and normal people we're very cool and normal yeah elon cool musk is cool mad back that, down. Uh, elon musk is mad that mark zuckerberg started threads so he's gonna try and sue him uh one of the things alleged in the lawsuit is that um mark zuckerberg poached former twitter employees which is just so funny because like this is just literally people that is when elon musk took over twitter he just fired so many people and Mark Zuckerberg hired some of them. And then Elon Musk's like, you stole our guys. It's like, dog, you threw them out like trash. <laughs> and somebody else made them treasure. Suck it. Um, or should I say, zuck it. Anyways. But actually, reportedly, none of those folks are working on threads. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Elon Musk is also like, this is just copying me. It's like, dude, shut up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He a, a copy so of a lame. thing that you bought. He's so lame. You didn't invent Twitter, you piece <laughs> of trash. He's like, oh, you copied me. It's like, dude, you bought this. Yeah. You did not create it in any way whatsoever. Elon Musk is also suing the law firm that uh, represented Twitter before he bought it, like the law firm that basically like forced him to buy it, which is so funny. This dude is so mad. He's suing the company that, or the law firm that made him buy Twitter. He's like, well, they charge way too much in legal fees uh, to Twitter, which now I'm responsible for because I bought it. It's like, <laughs> what a fucking idiot. He's Loser. A- He's an idiot and a loser, and he's so, like, petty. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing is there are plenty of people on the Internet who are proudly petty, but, like, he doesn't – he has no awareness of being petty. He thinks that he is always on, like, some, like, crusade of Sigma male bullshit, and it's like you're just being petty. Hey, Elon Musk, Sigma balls. 
<laughs> Got him. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's enough about that. Hope they all lose. Uh, oh, big news. Big news. This week, they found cocaine at the White House. Sick. Here's the thing. A lot wow. of people. What a is, lot hold of people. On, wait. Okay. I need. I need a moment to be so shocked. <laughs> now would be a great just, time for a, a snack or a beverage if you have trouble swallowing. Just, just so astonished. I'm sure in the long and illustrious history of the White House that this has never happened before, ever, ever. <laughs> Do you think whenever there was cocaine in Coca-Cola, you could taste it? Like, I don't know. Cocaine has a pretty strong taste. I mean, Coke, the soda has a pretty strong taste. I guess it would mask so, it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was also, made to taste so strong to hide the drug flavor. And also, does the Coke, like, Coke, when there was Coke and cocaine, when there was cocaine in Co- Coca-Cola. Coke. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's Look, fine. A lot of people are trying to blame uh, Hunter Biden for there being cocaine at the White House. Nah, but I, here's that the thing. That's funny. Not, funny though. It was not crack cocaine. It was just cocaine. It was not Hunter. He's it in the was, clear. That was Donnie. That was that was Donnie's boys. <laughs> they like evacuated the White House. Joe Biden wasn't even there, but they found like this baggie of white powder and they're like, oh shit, they evacuated the White House and brought in like a hazmat team. And then they're like, oh, it's, it's Coke. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> where did they fi- like where did they find it uh i was reading about that today they s- originally said that it was in like the white house uh, the west wing like uh press briefing room or uh, some some room that like you have to go in and like leave your phone or whatever whenever you visit but then i read today that it was actually found in another place and moved to that room so i don't fucking know i don't know what the story you gotta, is you gotta you gotta drop off your cocaine before you meet the president i need the i need uh, you, you can have it back after the press briefing I uh, need the, please, the Washington. Write your name on on your little baggie <laughs> before you put it in the fridge. <laughs> and the date you dropped it. it off. <laughs> Not my mom and I trying to make the same joke. That was adorable, yeah. actually. That was that adorable. Was amazing. That was We're amazing. cute. Mm-hmm. I'd say great great minds think alike, but I don't know what that has to do with you, Deanna. Oh! <laughs> uh. You know, I'm just kidding. You are very, very smart, and I appreciate you. No, I'm a, lot. a jackass, and I started <laughs> smoking weed in the eighth grade, and I grew up to be a dumb bitch who brushes hair for money. Like, let's be real. Uh, so, what do you think the minimum amount of cocaine that's in the White House at any given time is? Like, I, I feel like it's never <laughs> zero, right? Like, it's like, it's like there's the always at least like an eighth ball some somewhere in that building. Yeah, minimum, right? maybe more. It's like the money in the banana stand on Arrested <laughs> Development. Like, there's always cocaine in the White House. Like, I feel like they could just shut down the White House on any given day and be like, there's cocaine in here, probably. Yeah. And just just go poking around and then find some. Like, also, you could just do that every day. And even if you did it every day, it wouldn't stop happening. That would be the crazy part, right? You keep expecting. They, they've been shutting down the White House every day <laughs> and busting, busting the cocaine. And it's like, but there's still, it's still there. It's still more. Every day is the new hottest day for cocaine in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> like I, 
is it like is there is there just like to all total just like always a minimum of a kilogram of coke in the white house i really wonder i really honestly yeah i mean it's there it's like a breaking case of glass there's the nuclear football and there's the nuclear eight ball um oh that was that was pretty good let's move on that was surprisingly good for you <laughs> yeah that was- <laughs> I move on. I want to get back. Put it behind us, um, so I can't try and add a tag and mess it no, up. No, I need the Washington Post to give me an interactive map <laughs> of the 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 path of the cocaine moving <laughs> the about the White the House. Cocaine baggie through the White I need House. A mar- yeah. I need a Marauders map. <laughs> For the for the cocaine in the just, White like, House, it goes from one room to a different room, and then that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it was found here. Then they moved it here for the investigation. Dun dun dun. Also, <laughs> dun, like dun, 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 if dun. they found it in some press room, I feel bad. That like belongs to some like like low level like. I told you, put your name on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, low level because they they refuse to follow the instructions. Right. The skill issue again. Skill issue. <laughs> I was gonna feel sympathetic for that person who lost their drugs. But then I got high. Uh, but then, but then we got on to victim blaming, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. I think that that person should come forward and say that the white house stole their, co- their cocaine. <laughs> Citizen claims the U S government has been stealing cocaine from him. Amazing. Civil asset. So imagine it's like they frame, yeah, uh, the, the U S government stole personal property from me. What personal property, sir? Cocaine. What was that? <laughs> it's cocaine. They stole. They stole my plastic bag, which I mean, there might have been something. They, they, yeah, they stole a very important Ziploc bag from me, that was valuable. It Hell was yeah. my grandmother's Ziploc bag, my favorite one. <laughs> An heirloom. Uh, well, hey, let's talk about something a little less fun, but a lot more predictable. Uh, that is, the United States announced that. Uh, guess what? We're sending more bombs to Ukraine. This time, we are sending cluster bombs. Uh, now, yeah. cluster bombs are banned by more than 120 countries because they have a propensity for killing so many fucking civilians. Uh, they are bad bombs. They shouldn't exist, and they absolutely are not uh, allowed to be used by most countries, even when they're doing killing each other stuff. They're still like, well, we're not going to go that far. But the United yeah, States... Joe Biden got on a stage and was like yeah these bombs are really bad jack i don't well, know well, but kennedy, i'm sending them to ukraine anyway kennedy joe biden did say it was a difficult decision and i think that's important i think it's important for us to know that he didn't just say yeah send them the fucking cluster bombs he said oh, i guess send them the cluster bombs yeah like, that's a very important difference joe biden also like faces the difficult decision of asking someone what day of the week it is or uh, seeing how far into the day he can get without anyone figuring out he doesn't know. So, like, I don't really fucking trust him. I don't trust that guy. Yeah, he also apparently drinks orange Gatorade as a lunch beverage. Nothing about Joe Biden should should be legal. Hey, don't hate on orange Gatorade. But, like, with your salad for lunch? That's insane. A salad? Maybe more so so after a walk, you know? Yeah, no, he has soup and salad for lunch with an orange Gatorade. soup? Wait. Wait, Okay, salad. I was was like, I was like, salad, that's not that crazy. Soup and Gatorade, that's unwell. Lock him up. 
That's super <laughs> unwell. That's unwell. You got a bowl of hot soup and a and an orange Gatorade next to you. <laughs> Messed up stuff. Very sick. Honestly, um, I'm. I think the Republicans should. That's impeach the kind him. of guy who approves this cluster bomb thing. Uh, I just want to say for the record, decisions you, are not his strong point. You know in your heart, okay, if you really consider this, that it's like, okay, so these cluster bombs are banned in like 120 countries. What does that really mean? It means that the military industrial complex can't offload all these cluster bombs yep. that they made before. And so, oh, well, here's this convenient situation where we've got this guy, Zelensky, who's deranged as hell at this point. And if you were like, Zelensky, we've got a laser that we can mount on the moon and then you can just fry Russia. It'll probably destroy the atmosphere forever, though. He'd just be like, yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, uh, so, um, uh, you know, uh, it's like they're like, hey, we finally found a buyer for these bombs that nobody wants anymore. It's this guy who's uh, convinced the world that he's moral no matter what he does uh, through incredible propaganda. And is just over there frothing at the mouth like, how can I do more violence? How can I how can I make more people bleed to death? <laughs> hey, speaking of um speaking of unhinged people that uh, are trying to kill Russians, I want to move on to talking about um a story this week about Yevgeny Prigozhin, um <laughs> the leader of the Wagner group who, you know, 2 weeks ago did like a, a tiny little mutiny against Putin. You know, short-lived and, you know, the mini-mute the mini mute. Uh, the whole thing was over in less than 24 hours when I think we need um, a new term, even maybe something that small. Anyway, go on. Um, he January 6th Putin, uh, or tried to. So, so don't get the January 6th folks that much. Fred. <laughs> Their borscht was nowhere near as good. Yeah. So this uh, mini-mute came to an end whenever uh, Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko stepped in and brokered a deal that would have um, Evgeny Prigozhin exiled to Belarus. Uh, that brought an end to the little baby mutiny. And, you know, it was, you know, there was still some lingering questions about, like, how is this going to affect Putin and his standing with the Russian people, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, you know, for the time, it seemed like, I guess, this wasn't a big deal. So, this week, uh, Alexander Lukashenko went on TV and was like, yeah, dude, uh, uh, Prigozhin isn't here. He he never, he, he's in Russia still. <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently, he never left Russia and did the exile as part of the peace deal. And here's the best part. Actually, nobody knows where he is. <laughs> <laughs> So he's just fucking around in Russia. Maybe. Or he's, or he's been black bagged. It's possible, but here's the thing. With the way that Putin operates, I feel like he would brag about that. I feel like he wouldn't do it quietly. He would make a show Probably, of it. Probably, but he kind of got held over a barrel on this deal, and he wasn't happy about it. Mm -hmm. is what and, it he, like. and he and, is admittedly and, petty. Yeah. Very openly yeah. petty. Very openly petty. Respect. I respect it. Uh, uh, you know he's in the Gemini manifesting girlies <laughs> TikTok chat. Uh, forgot uh, about that. Just, just, just wishing death, wishing death upon his, all his enemies all the time. Uh, and uh, he's like, we didn't black bag so him. We just put his name in the freezer. I got held over a barrel a little bit to make this deal. 
and he was not entirely into it because it's important to remember that as much as the Western media portrays Putin as having all the power, um, that's a bit like how we, you know, when people write a fantasy story and they make it sound like the king, everything lives or dies with mm-hmm. that guy. And it's like there's no other bureaucratic systems. And it's like most uh, monarchies did not operate that way. A lot of them were very complex and bureaucratic. So I guess- uh, similarly, Putin does not have all the power. He's very powerful compared to a lot of other similar comparable world leaders, but he 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 did get forced into this deal somewhat. So it's 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 a question of is this guy out there fucking around? Or is he finding out? <laughs> it's literally Schrodinger's Purgosian, which is just an incredible saying. Uh, yeah. Say it out loud. Schrodinger's Purgosian. Schrodinger's Purgosian. It feels like there are two Z's. Like I keep fast spelling it and I'm like, are there? Nandy Angelus, do you want to give it a try? Oh, I have to hear it again. Schrodinger's Purgosian. Schrodinger's Purgosian. That's <laughs> Hell yeah. I did it. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you said it better than I myself. did, even though I had like five tries. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, it's nice to know that maybe there is more to the story. Look, it's chaos at this point. I'm endorsing chaos. And uh, it feels like maybe we might get a little more of it. Who knows? Yeah. I'm not endorsing chaos. I I resign. I don't like, I am already chaotic. I don't the need chaos makes me feel at home. Well, I don't but also need more. You endorse things, so yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't yeah. be endorsing shit. So I, I, I throw that. I throw the the Andrew Hillary endorsement around a little too liberally, if you will. I, I the problem with you liberals is no. <laughs> this is the future yeah, you, that liberals you, you, you'd be endorsing almost anything. Like if, uh, <laughs> if like Dick Cheney came out next week and was like said was like was like I'm going to see the Barbie movie. You'd be like, I endorse this. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally I made a stamp that I could put on things. That doesn't even make sense. All right. <laughs> let's move on to a story that I find very interesting that I will be following up with for sure. Wait, so, I just have to say this really fast. Okay. Our next sticker needs to be like the Joe Biden I did this sticker, but it's it's your it's your mug. <laughs> It's your face. (laughs) And I want to have encourage people to put it on like anything that they see that's just like broken or like rotting somewhere. Like, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, this week after two new reports of shark bites on Island on long Island and several other reports of shark bites this summer, uh, some folks are starting to call 2023 the summer of the shark. That's However, stupid. There's so much other cool stuff they could call it. Well, hold on. This is, I would say, a cautionary tale. Or I'm I'm telling a cautionary tale right now to folks that want to call this the summer of the shark. Because do you know when the last time we used the phrase summer of the shark was? I was going to say, didn't we didn't, didn't we have a Summer of the Shark? We like, did, Kennedy. And in fact, like there, uh, the last time this happened, there was... Nine years ago. Well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you when. And no math will be required. Um, the last time there was a Summer of the Shark, uh, they started reporting on it over the summer, and it culminated in a cover story of um, Time Magazine 
officially announcing it as the summer of the shark. And that issue of Time Magazine came out uh, on September 11th, 2001. (laughs) The last time we had a summer of shark, they fucking George Bush blew up the Twin Towers. So here's what I need to say to to, uh, Joe Biden, to Prigozhin to, I don't know, uh, probably one of the guys. Elon uh, Musk. Elon Musk. Uh, we're watching you, okay? Yeah, Elon Musk, blow something up. We're watching you. We know what you're planning. <laughs> they start with the sharks. You see, here's the thing. When there's sharks, people are like, oh, it's unsafe to be places. And then step one, sharks. Step two, buildings. We. It's only a matter of time before we get a 9-11 sequel, which, like, honestly, with the way that we're pumping out sequels these days, I'm shocked there hasn't been one. Here's the thing. You don't even need to worry about the middle steps because it's <laughs> step one, shark, step three, 9-11. Yeah. You're good. You know, they should crash the submarine into something. <laughs> Didn't they crash it into the ruins of the Titanic? Second no, sub- but you know what I mean. Sir, a second submarine has just hit the Titanic. <laughs> Ooh, maybe a space, maybe one of Elon Musk's rockets. Here's the thing. Elon Musk's rockets do be crashing. Right, I know. (laughs) Hang on. What if the Titanic sunk because of a time travel paradox? (gasps) Titanic got 9-11. The Titanic did (laughs) 9-11. By a a submarine. Captain John Smith was flying the plane. (laughs) The Titanic did it. (laughs) <laughs> Look, no one's ever seen um, Flight 93 in an iceberg in the same room before. That's all I'm saying, okay? The, no one's ever seen National <laughs> Trevor either, and these are all plot points. Yet. <laughs> I think about National Trevor like once or twice we a week. We have to make <laughs> National Trevor somehow. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't... Somehow is the part. It, yeah, I, somehow is the part. Also, if, I don't know if where's because this. I I know we all had different ideas for the plot. The one I'm thinking of is somebody who uses the January sixth insurrection as cover to do a heist, and I I think about that constantly, and I'm like, no one would ever want to make this. Like, even if like I had connections or anything, they'd be like, you want to make a movie that's like about January sixth, but about a heist. What are they gonna steal? The Hope Diamond? I sure. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> Nandy Angelus is getting in on it. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. Well, hey, Nandy Angelus, what's some other cool stuff that I could steal from Washington D.C.? <laughs> steal the Lincoln Monument. <laughs> yeah, after the after the police finally wrestled back the Capitol, uh, they realized that Abraham Lincoln was gone from his chair. <laughs> oh, hold on! You could try to rid the White House of cocaine. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gonna go steal all. All the cocaine from the white. You know what? No, no. NSA agent, I am not going to break into the White House. I don't care. It's a never ending job. You keep thinking it's over, right? This has to be the last of it. Nope. There's some more. Then the the cocaine thieves try to unionize because they're they're just working around the clock. Nonstop. (laughs) You're trying to like. Try to get cocaine out of the White House faster than it comes in. Not an easy task, okay? Yeah, yeah. Unless you're inhaling it. 
which is how they work around the clock. But there's still too much. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 boss of this of the um, heist company is like trying to cross the heist cross the company. Hey, here uh, in Heist Inc. <laughs> this is uh, uh, James and Sons heist heist company. You know, we're a we're family. Not, we're not a business. Third, third we're a family. Uh, uh, we provide health care to all of our employees. Uh, Free pizza in the break room. Child care also. Calling, yeah, calling restaurants actually, like, I just want to uh, schedule a holiday party for my company. Heisting. No, let me say something, Nandy Angelus. You really can't keep a heist company going if you don't provide child care, okay? Yeah. Many, yep, agree. Every, every good heister's got kids these days. That's just how it is. Do you think heist uh, companies were allowed to apply for PPP loans? Yeah, I got a I got a huge PPP loan for my heist company. I, I would say uh, that a lot. I would say that uh, a lot of PPP loan recipients yeah, were heist companies. I literally had the thought. In some I, fashion. Yeah, I had that uh, thought. I'm so glad you said it. Yeah, <laughs> same page. Same Wait, I want to go over this really quick. So in I don't Andrew's even mind, remember what story we're talking. In about. Andrew's, it doesn't matter. That's not important. In Andrew's <laughs> mind, National Trevor is a heist that takes place during January 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, in my mind, and I don't want to hear from Deanna. Uh, uh, in my mind, National Trevor is like about a guy who's really obsessed with the National Treasure movies, and uh, uh, does some kind of much lower stakes, much worse version of the National Treasure heist, where he steals like I don't know, like the card catalog from his local library. Back something really yeah like <laughs> something very pathetic um and uh and 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 the plot the, the main plot point is just he's a guy named trevor who's obsessed with the national treasure movies and a lot of it is just him trying to pretend like he's nick cage that's the movie sounds like me deanna do you remember what yours was i don't remember what mine was but like I'm going to be honest. I didn't remember either of yours either. And I think that it's because you can make one up right yeah, now. You know? That's the thing. But we make them up all the time. Like to me, yeah. when you said we would have to figure out how to make it somehow, I was like, but it's nebulous and enigmatic. I was like, it's elements. It's we just themes. tell people it's AI hey, generated. Wait, you know how Clue, the movie, when it came out, had multiple endings in theaters? You know yeah. about this? Yeah. We are we gonna like Black Mirror movie this? We release we release multiple versions. We release multiple versions of National Trevor, and we just don't we don't specify. You don't know which one you're gonna see. Or a choose your own a choose a clicky choosey. Choose your own Treventure. Treventure, yes. Maybe the real National Trevor was the friends we made along the way. Okay, okay but I have been on. thinking that phrase for so many minutes and trying to figure out how to fit it into my plot summary, and that's why I didn't make up make up one. Damn, damn. Uh, okay, so we talked last week about a bunch of Supreme Court cases uh, that were fucked up. So this week, I want to end the show with talk about some... Uh, non-Supreme Court case, I guess just court cases that are uh, egregious and shitty and awful. So uh, the first one is actually from Canada, but it was so funny that I decided that I really wanted to just talk about it. Uh, so this week, a Canadian grain farmer uh, g- went down for uh, an emoji. So 
two years ago. Oh, yeah. This farmer named Chris Actor, uh, a customer asked him to uh, review a contract for a grain purchase, to which Actor responded with a thumbs-up emoji. There was no further correspondence, um, but so... Uh, actor he indicated or he said in the trial that this thumbs up emoji was just an acknowledgement that he would review the contract which is what the person had asked him to do so uh when it came time to deliver this grain uh actor didn't have anything for the guy and so that the customer sued him and uh they said that the thumbs up emoji was him digitally signing the contract that he had sent so the judge ruled in favor of the customer and actor is now on the hook for $82,000 Canadian, which is probably like 150 bucks or something. This is literally that thing. I think you should leave sketch about the guy with the hat <laughs> <laughs> with like the tail on it. Or what was that thing called? Yeah. Yeah. That stupid <laughs> hat. I mean, that really cool hat. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is, it's, it's wild. It's I can't believe that, that that was what a judge ruled. Judges are fucking stupid. Yeah, that's that was such stupid. a dumb ruling. Um, but I think in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. Um, now let's talk about some judges who are stupid and the things they ruled on are that big of a deal. So this week, an Oklahoma court ruled against... Uh, Tulsa, the Tulsa race massacre survivors. Um, a case was filed a few years ago by the last three living survivors of the 20, 1921 race massacre that happened in Tulsa, and they were asking for reparations resulting from white supremacists literally burning their entire community to the ground. So this week, the judge uh, dismissed the case saying, quote, and this is an actual quote, Simply being connected to a historical event does not provide a person with unlimited rights to seek compensation, end quote. These people were literally at the race massacre. They had their homes and their businesses burned down. They're the last three people that are alive from them. They're all over 100 years old. And a judge was like, yeah, I mean, you were there, but like, come on, fuck you. <laughs> like. It's unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Like I could maybe and I I don't agree with it. I think any person of African American descent should be entitled to reparations. That's my official stance. That's what I endorse. I but endorse. I, I could see a judge in a case that was just like reparations from the slave trade being like, I don't know, like, do you just have a connection to this? I could see that. I don't agree with it, but I could at least see it. These people were literally there. Right. When the fucking, they, they got like, planes had been invented for like five years and they got up in planes and firebombed these black owned businesses. They, these people were literally there. And the judge was like, yeah. man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It yeah, was a like, while ago. These like, people aren't trying to like. Yeah. And how, how, how old is this judge? You know, like probably like 44 or some shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Like talking down to these people about. Some shit that is just like imaginary in the, this person's mind, right? Yeah. Like, uh, who, who is like literally like half the age of these people, probably. Right. Like these people were uh, present you know, and like, accounted for, and the the 
One of them is 109. So, like, they were seven whenever this happened. They probably fucking remember it. They're trying to, like, give them, like, 9-11, the fifth plane style treatment. Like, you, like, they, they're treating them like that's what they're saying. But, like, they were there. They were, they were really involved. And that's fucked up. It's, uh, it's horrifying. And uh, fuck this judge. Fuck this country. Our last story about a judge being a dick and uh, making an awful uh, ruling is this week, the California Supreme Court ruled on a case in which a man caught COVID in 2020 from his workplace. And then uh, his wife caught it from him and she ended up in the ICU on a ventilator. Now, this man... Uh, definitively knows he caught it from his workplace because his workplace uh, brought workers in from another facility, like transferred them to the San Francisco facility where he worked. And in San Francisco, they had a COVID restriction that said any new employees being transferred in must quarantine for 14 days before they are with the other workforce. The company skirted that regulation, which is a clear violation of the law. This man's wife got sick. Lots of medical bills. Uh, you know, she was severely injured by the COVID. However, the California Supreme Court ruled that although the company definitely broke the law, demonstrably broke the law that was in place, they would not be found guilty because the repercussions set by that precedent would be too expansive. The court was literally like, well, if we hold your company in chart in trouble for this. Uh, that's going to put a lot more companies in jeopardy. We're not going to do it. So fucked. So fucked. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Motherfuckers. Billionaires don't need to go to the rock. bottom of the sea to see a mass grave of the poor. It's yeah. here. We're in it rotting yeah. while we live. On the other hand though, I highly encourage the judge who ruled on this case to <laughs> get in, get in that submarine buddy. Yeah. Go 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 get in there right now. Go I, see the go see the Titanic. It's calling you. Uh, I encourage all Supreme Court justices, not just California ones, uh all, all the Supreme I everybody getting let's build an arc. Maybe you could get like a little like a group rate. Yeah. There's got to be a group on for yeah, that. Yeah, they serve um cocktails and introductory foods on board. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, fuck the judicial yeah, system. Foods like pureed peas. Mm -hmm. Which much like the birthday song are for babies and old people. I, here's yeah. the thing. I've had fish and chips in England and they serve it with mushy peas and it's pretty good. All right. Uh, is babies. Confirmed. Wait, mushy peas <laughs> and pureed peas. They're though? basically they're the same, same thing. They're 100% the same thing. <laughs> okay. And if you would like to puree my peas, never mind. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, we have one more story. And this is a bit of a, I'd say it's, it's good news, but it's also like, it's almost like heartbreaking that every once in a while something like this happens uh, because very, very infrequently does anything good happen uh, in this sort of way. So this week... Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers, who's a Democrat, used his partial veto powers in a, to change a line in the state's new tax law. So Wisconsin, their governors have like, they 
in addition to just like straight out vetoing a bill, they can veto like partially and like change different lines of it. I don't exactly understand how the process works, but it's like, you know, just a little loophole that they can, you know, amend things, change them a little bit. Uh, so there was a line in the budget or it, it was some tax law or some, some shit uh, where they were going to cut school funding for one thing or another. And instead of cutting it, he changed that to funding it. And instead of the date, which was on there, which was 2025, he was able to change it to 2425. So, this allows <laughs> schools to increase their budgets from state revenue uh, for 300 or for 400 years. They're allowed to increase it every year for 400 years, according to this new law. Wow. Wow. Based. Now, here's Honestly, the thing. Extremely base. This is fucking sick. And here's why I was saying it's kind of heartbreaking is because this is the shit that fucking Republicans do every time. They find some little fucking loophole, some little fucking stupid way that the rules work, and they exploit the shit out of it. Meanwhile, the Democrats do that, like, most of the time against their own plans. Like, the whole thing with the fucking parliamentarian or, like, you know, some bullshit about, like, uh, you know, whatever, whatever they got rid of the... Uh, fifteen dollar minimum wage, or like all this, all this bullshit, where the Democrats just shoot themselves in the foot, or pretend like there's oh, there's nothing we can do, but like you hear stories about this, and it's the same with in Minnesota, like they have like a razor thin majority, and they are just like fuck it, we're doing everything we can, and it's just it's so heartbreaking that like if they really wanted to, they could do something, you know. Uh, fuck, this is supposed to be good news. Now I'm just mad again. Well, Tony Evers is, is why, based. This is why we have to do Oppenheimer and then Barbie. <laughs> right. See, see, this is you it. Gotta, gotta end right. on a positive note. Um, if you watch Oppenheimer a second, you're just gonna, you're just gonna sit in your car. It's gonna be a weird day after that. If you watch Oppenheimer in reverse while listening to Dark Side of the Moon on vinyl. <laughs> what happens? Never mind. You'll oh, find out. Come on. You have to find no, out. Yeah. If you if you watch You'll Barbie have to subscribe to our, our Patreon. We're gonna do a bonus <laughs> episode about it. We are supposed to be doing a bonus episode that relates to Dark Side of the Moon. Mm -hmm. We're day. supposed to be doing a lot of things, okay? But are we doing them? The NSA agents will never know. Yeah. But listen, if you watch Barbie and then Oppenheimer, you watch Oppenheimer second, that's a recipe for you're sitting in your car in the parking lot of the movie theater for like six hours afterwards just staring into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just keys in your hand, but just not putting them into the ignition. <laughs> just like, damn and you just keep you just keep thinking oh i should get out of here but then you just keep thinking damn yeah i think that that's gonna be <laughs> fucked up and you're gonna there's gonna have to be a, a pick me up we're both yeah no no Whereas if you watch barbie afterwards you're coming out of the theater like you know what ryan gosling is I, fucking I, hot i deserve treats <laughs> yeah like seeing ryan gosling that's it that's the treat <laughs> and margot robbie hell yeah um, well, hey, Kennedy, 
uh, Nandy Angelus, thank you for joining us today. Um, happy was, to be here. Yeah, happy birthday. It thank was really you. nice having you on the show. Uh, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> um, hey, everybody, uh, support the Patreon. Look at that. Look at her Look go. at that. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> real, real team guy. Real team guy we got right here. And you can, of course, do that by going to patreon.com slash worstweekyet. Um, you can find us and follow us everywhere. I'm on 15 different social medias now. Uh, I don't know what to do. Oh, and I've got a new kitten. So if you want to see Biscuit, Biscuit, you better go look. Um, yeah. Kennedy, Deanna, you got anything coming up? Uh, find me on one of the Twitter alternatives, maybe, or whatever <laughs> the fuck, I guess. There's a hydra of Twitters now. Just look for me, and if you see me, you'll know you were supposed to, and if you don't, you weren't. Yeah. Catch Listen, us- I got to be honest. If this war of the nine Twitters goes on for much longer... I'm moving to a cabin in the woods without electricity and writing letters. Okay, folks. That's I was... it. I want to say I want to start a social media where you put your you, you put in a post office box instead of having DMs. <laughs> you mail postcards. You have to request postcards from the company. Wait, yeah. postage just went up. God damn it. Rethink this, Kenny. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> I, I'm trying to fix that problem by bringing business back to the post <laughs> office. See? Uh, well, listeners, thank you again. Uh, we'll be back next week with more bad news. Bad news.